You're listening to the Zipline Logistics Truck Yeah podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your brain off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Zipline Logistics Podcast. My name is Jesse Jewett. Joined with me, as always, our Director of Training and Development, Teddy Lee Knox. Teddy, how are we doing today? Very good, thank you. How are you? Wonderful. Jacked up on some caffeine, fresh off a Wellness Wednesday session. Uh, We're talking cargo theft today, Mm -hmm. but we're really starting with... Vin Diesel and the Fast and Furious movies. Yes. Is that how you... That is where all... ...is happening with our trucks, potentially. Yes, and I think that's how it all started as well. Sure. Vin Diesel is responsible for all of this. It didn't start until 1998 (laughs) when Fast and Furious came out. Um, But yes, I I always imagine those things are happening. They're both going downhill, 80 miles an hour. Flying out of a plane. Flying planes, cars. What was the one where they had like a, a safe... They were dragging oh, a safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, dragging yeah. a safe. That was exciting. It was exciting. Sure. I don't think that's quite how it happens um, mm, when no. stealing a cargo truck full of pork rinds or <laughs> beverage, but beverages. if it happens to you, you probably feel just as dramatic mm-hmm. as you're actually seeing it in the movies. doesn't feel good, that's for no. sure. Have you ever had any uh, cargo theft? Clo- close, close calls, but I've never actually had any issues with cargo theft. Yeah. Um, we've been able to help a lot of customers with helping them find secure yards to prevent it or avoid it. Um, we've been able to have um, help customers get things transloaded because the trailer itself was tampered with. Um, we did actually have once a driver, he didn't try to steal it. He got mad and dropped it off somewhere random. Yeah. And I had to call every warehouse within like a 20-mile radius in Texas to find it. You solved some problems there. Yeah, we found it. So it wasn't an actual issue. Right. <laughs> it's still delivered on time as well. Man. So it worked out well. <laughs> yeah. Nice work. Um, certainly, yes, we've had our fair share of issues. Usually we can come up with creative solutions yeah. um, to improve the lives of our transportation professional partners. Yep. Both the carriers and the customers when it comes to that. Correct. Most of the time, uh, which falls in line with a lot of our other planning or a lot of our other efficiencies, mm-hmm. to me, we're doing a lot of work on the front end to prevent any issues on the back end. Yes. So let's talk about our carrier qualification process. Yes. We conduct some background checks. Some might call them in-depth background checks to ensure that the carriers we work with meet the following criteria. Can you list off the following criteria for me? But you do the stats. I don't do the stats. Okay. (laughs) I just give my opinion. A minimum auto liability of of $1 million, a minimum cargo liability uh, of $100,000, equipment that's no more than 10 years old. We like to see a no no history of fraud. That's a a really good The first three things you said, too, is standard. I think everyone does that. Correct. We don't stop there. Apologies. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Our carry requirements, no history of fraud, experience into our retail Mm -hmm. delivery partners, GPS tracking capabilities, Mm -hmm. 
the ability to have consistent check-ins, mm-hmm. right? So whether that's driver information or 24-7 dispatch, et cetera. And then we, we track on-time performance. Yep. We want to have some sort of engagement with them on those expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing all those things to make sure, again, that the product that we're moving, in some cases it's very high value. Mm-hmm. In almost all cases, it is critical uh, for on time, in full delivery, hitting must arrive by dates, hitting mm-hmm. must arrive on dates. Um, so again, we're doing a lot of front end work yeah. to prevent any issues on the back end. Yeah, um, I've, I've always been very impressed with our carrier team to be able to spot potential fraud or double brokering or any sort of issue in transit, which just like a quick conversation. They hear one word that's off and they've known, and I've always been so amazed by that. Yeah. So I did finally sit with them and watch how they do this, and it's very, it's still very quick, very mm-hmm. fast how they do it, but they can spot fraud, I feel it from a mile away when I would not even question it. So it's really cool seeing how they take information from various websites as well as what's automatically loaded into our system, and they double check it. They actually, I think they triple check it mm-hmm. to make sure, and then they do that with carriers that we consistently work with just to kind of keep things up so that those constant check-ins are not just on the road. They're making sure that we're checking in with our carriers, everything's still standard. Right. Or if we haven't worked with the carrier in a year or so, we kind of go through this process again, making right. sure that everything is still standard. So it's really cool seeing how they can use these different tools and understand inspections, understand um, inspection states and take that into relating if this could be a possible fraud scenario Mm -hmm. because that's happening more and more. It's not just that someone's breaking a seal and stealing product. There's also fraud starting right from the beginning that we're hearing about from our partner carriers. Absolutely. It's a great question, a great comment on our efforts using external resources but still having the human element, human touch here internally. We made the effort when we started Zipline 16 years ago, when we started, when Zipline was started 16 years <laughs> you ago. You started it. <laughs> um, to, again, partner with customers. So we're asking similar questions to our customers, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and partner with carriers, right? Partnership, that's a value. We're trying to drive that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the product being in transit or the expectations that we're setting for shipment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Questions we're asking. Hours of service. Mm-hmm. Fuel. 150 miles without stopping. So we yeah. want to pick up and we want to go. Yeah. Right? Um, and when we don't have that, altering the transit a little bit sure. to fit. And a lot of our networks that we work with in our customers, including the shippers and receivers, are very understanding of that. So it's easy to be able to call them, explain the situation, and move things around. I mean, some of the big box retailers, you can't actually call anyone, but you can usually figure something something out to make it work, um, which is why it's nice. We're never t- demanding these things. It's a conversation with those partners to make it work because we care about them and their safety just as much as their product safety. Yep. I like inspection of the truck and trailer to make sure that we're you know, trying to get ahead of any risks of breakdowns while in transit. Yeah. And then talking about the most direct and safe route mm-hmm. to the destination, right? Yeah. That's a really good one too. Yeah. 
Um, it's always interesting to see too because a lot of our customers will look on Google Maps for the route and mm -hmm. ask why we're not going that way. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to know that we know the best route. We know more than Google when it comes to that route for that truck. <laughs> Okay, Google. I'm just kidding. But we use that information and conversations with our carriers to actually get the best route, time of year, season, mm -hmm. if there's any issues with low bridges or actual like integrity of the road during a certain time of year. While the load's in transit, what are we encouraging our carrier partners to do? Um, drivers, um, team drivers, that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. That means that there's two drivers, so you can actually get there a little bit faster without stopping as much. Right. Um, sometimes people will pay up for that, but we have a lot of relationships where we can get backhauls to get that same service for the same price. Yep. Um, truck drivers always remain hooked until the load is delivered, so you're not detaching your tractor and your trailer. Mm -hmm. um, and contacting 911 if they see any issues. We also have a lot of drivers who will reach out to us if they have concerns about stops or where to go and we can help avoid issues before they even happen. Obviously exceptions for when a driver would drop a trailer because he's a local driver for example and yeah. picks up in the greater Columbus area goes to take it to a what type of yard? Secure. Secure yard to drop the trailer so another long long haul driver yeah. can pick it up. Um, yeah. We are certainly allowing that um, but we want to make sure that we're aware yeah absolutely if a driver needs to stop while in transit again we are these are encouragements we're talking about one of the coolest things i've seen is we have a list of truck stops and or like on the road highway locations that are high alert areas that we're passing on to our carriers to encourage them not to stop there yep <laughs> Uh, if they are stopping, you know, certainly well-lit lit areas against a building or a pole, that's a good one mm -hmm. uh, to prevent the doors from actually opening. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that. Obviously, we're locking doors. We're removing the keys. We're yes. encouraging the drivers <laughs> yes. to do that. Um, and then, you know, communication, right? The dispatch, uh, our team here at Zipline, we're asking them to check on the seal at each stop, uh, making sure everything matches up against the BOL slash paperwork. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, the, the high-risk areas, mm -hmm. we've got a running list of those um, from some of our high-value customers. They've partnered with them to establish those locations. Mm -hmm. Once it delivers or gets on-site, um, we would love for them to send us the, the proof of delivery as quickly as possible. That can yeah. be certainly a cell phone picture. A lot of drivers have cell phones now, so that's awesome. It's another way to mm -hmm. kind of ensure things are happening quickly. Um, what am I missing? Depending on where you're delivering to, you can actually confirm that it did deliver in full and yeah. on time. There's sure. a lot of the big box retailers, you can do that directly on their website. And a lot of other facilities that you're delivering to, you can create relationships and have them call you or confirm or email and yeah. just ask, did everything go okay? Um, and again, if you are dropping it or have to stop for any reason, it's got to be a secure yard. A secure yard is not just somewhere with a gate that locks. It actually means you have to have security and cameras. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, it's a secure yard, but it's not. So us understanding what that means and asking the right questions definitely helps. And our relationships with the receivers to confirm if there's overnight parking also helps. So that way we don't have to deal with any delays, rejections, or anything like that, keeping the product on the road longer. We can get yeah. it delivered faster and hopefully avoid these issues. I love it. As always... 
we've got a human element, as I mentioned. We're partnering with these carriers, these customers to ensure enhanced communication. We're also using the tech solutions of our Canopy software. Mm -hmm. Again, that's our proprietary shipper intelligence tool. There's a place there called the Summit. We connect with the carrier, they've got GPS tracking. Even if we're, we're uh, taking and entering manual call-ins that that's showing up on the Summit of yep. the, the track and trace section, showing you exactly where your order would be while it is in transit from its pickup to its destination. And you can share that with anyone you want, which is nice too. Heck yeah. If people have questions, you can just send them the link. I love it. That's awesome. Well, I know we didn't get into, you know, family or, or things of that nature, uh, like in Fast and the Furious, but I think we covered cargo stuff pretty well. I think we got it all. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us on another edition of the Zipline Logistics Podcast. We'll see you next time.